Hi everyone, welcome back to Wine Chats. It's been two weeks since I've done a podcast and it's crazy because I really missed it. Um, Okay, so today I'm here with a friend. We are trying a rosé. I honestly don't really know how to pronounce it, but okay, it's called Studio by Mirabelle, I want to say, and it's a rosé and you can get it at Ralph's, Total Wines, and just honestly any grocery store. But okay, so a couple details are that it's from France and it says that it's a very pale color with features of fresh citrus fruits. Um, apparently it has like flavors such as like green apple, lime, raspberry, but we have learned from the past that that's not really true. They just say that. Um, and yeah, it's pretty much a rosé. I feel like I've been drinking so many rosés, I'm kind of over it, but this is going to be the last time I do it. But let's cheers. Ooh, let's try. I don't know. <laughs> kind of sour? It's kind of sour, I think. I'm not a huge wine drinker. I know you are. You've always been. But I would say this one is like pretty strong for my taste. It's strong, but it's smooth, right? Yeah, I would say it's smooth. I've definitely drank worse. Yeah, yeah. And honestly, I don't know. But I feel like on my podcast, I've been drinking a lot of rosé. And I'm kind of over it. I've been listening and you have been. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) Okay, so today my guest is Jackie Beristain. Dude, I've always loved your last name, by the way. No way. I don't know. Like, it reminds me of, like, the Beristain Bears, you know? (laughs) I get that a lot. (laughs) But, okay, so Jackie is one of my dearest (laughs) friends. She's, I don't know. I feel like you've been in my life forever. Like, I think I met you when I was in fourth grade. And you're a fifth grader. Mm -hmm. Because Jackie's a year older than me. So she's 20. She's 22, right? Yeah. But she's going to be 23. Yeah. And I'm going to be 22, yeah. Mm -hmm. But tell my audience a little bit about you, Jackie. Okay. Well, yes. I've known you, like, forever. You're probably, like, my longest friend. Mm -hmm. You've been, like, friends for, like, over 10 years. And it's funny because our moms were best friends. And then our sisters were best friends. Because, like, they played. We met because they played soccer together. But, um... Yeah, so I'm 22. I go to school in Oregon. I played soccer. She's a really good soccer player. Like, really, really good. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) And then, um, so now I've just been home since the pandemic. I've been home since March. Um, I'm a barista at Starbucks. Oh, my gosh. I just got a free matcha (laughs) from her. That's the perks. Yeah, I honestly got a job there because I was way too obsessed with it. And I was spending way too much money. I was like, I have to get a job there. Yeah. And, um, you know, I ha- I'm like a dog mom. I yes. have a Labradoodle. His <laughs> Frankie. Name is, yeah, his name is Frankie. He's a crack addict. <laughs> he's like 10 months, but he's also like a pandemic puppy. So I ended up getting him like in last May. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Jackie also really loves to read like me. Oh. I feel like we've always bonded over like reading mm-hmm. and then watching like the movies together. Mm-hmm. I remember when we were younger, our moms would like take us to the movies. Remember? Yeah. To watch like the movies from the books we read and stuff. Yeah, for sure. We'd always, me and Esther, always like reading the books before we watched the movies. 
And, like, we always, like, bonded over, like, we both love Nicholas Sparks. Mm-hmm. We would always, like, read the books and then go watch the movies together. Or, like, Hunger Games, Divergent, and, like, all those. Yeah. Like, we series. Were yeah. so into them. Even Twilight. Dude. We so <laughs> Dude, but it was fun, honestly. And I think we still bond over that. Oh, yeah, lot. for sure. Like, for sure, Nicholas Sparks. Like, we always let each other know, like, when a new book is out. Um, I think the last movie that came out, though, was The Longest Ride. Right? I freaking love that. I think that's one of my favorites from his, dude. Yeah. The Longest Ride, everyone. You should watch it or read yeah. the book. The Notebook will always be the best one. Yeah, the that's a really good one. Or even, what is that one? Um, A Walk to Remember? Yeah. Oh, that one, that one hits good. always. Safe Haven is really good. I love, dude, all of them are like naming all yeah. of them. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Accident. Um, But yeah, so we've honestly, I've even lived with Jackie. Oh, yeah. Because my family and I were moving to, like, a different place, mm-hmm. and it wasn't ready, so I lived with Jackie. Yeah. I've been to, like, her sister's, like, wedding yeah. and, like, your parents' anniversary. Yeah. Like, everything. You've been everywhere. Like, mm-hmm. even, like, my uncle's funeral you just went to. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because when me and Esther lived together, it's like a blur because... We never saw each other. I know. <laughs> like, we had such opposite schedules because you were always busy with cross country and I was always busy with, like, soccer and, like, I'd go, we'd go to school and, like, have our sports and then we'd only see each other at night and then one of us would always be up before the other so we wouldn't yeah. even see each other. And then we'd, like, knock out super early. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny, actually. I even remember the day you got princess. Oh, yeah, my dog. <laughs> I don't even think I mentioned on my podcast that I have a dog. She's oh, yeah. 14 years old. <laughs> You're She's also old. a dog mom. I am a dog mom. But I think you're more of a dog mom, to be honest. <laughs> Why? Because I feel like you're actually, like, a dog mom. Like, you prepare the food and, like, you oh, do. Okay. No, I'm just, like, your princess. Like, you do I'm, like, extra. I don't want to get too into it, but I, like, feed my dog a lot of, like, <laughs> like healthy, stuff. healthy stuff, for sure. Yeah. I think another cool thing about Jackie and I, or what I've experienced with her, is that a lot of, like, my first times have been with you. That's true. For example, my first time going to a hotel was with you. Mm-hmm. The first time I went ziplining. Remember when you went ziplining? Yeah, it zip was with lining. you. And then I went to Knott's for the first time with you. Mm-hmm. OC Fair. OC Fair. Um, dude, like, honestly, a lot. Like, to Big Bear. You took me to Lake oh, Arrowhead. Yeah. I did take you she, there. Her and her family invited me to Lake Arrowhead, like, during winter break once. Yeah. Or even a roller coaster. Yes. Remember you went on yeah, the for the first with me. Yeah. Yes. And it's oh, just crazy, yeah. like, yeah, so that's kind of, like, Jackie and I, a little bit about us, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, so I wanted to do this podcast with Jackie because, first of all, she's super wise, and we wanted to talk about heartbreak because mm-hmm. I feel like that's super, obviously, everyone goes through it mm-hmm. in different ways, different times in their lives, but I feel like it's kind of a cool perspective coming from us because we're like in our young 20s. And I feel like, you know, like when older people like hear younger people saying like, oh, I'm going through a heartbreak, like they almost are like, dude, that's nothing. They kind of like undermine it. Mm-hmm. But Especially every- as girls. Yeah, especially as girls. But like everyone still goes through it. Like I think even if you're in middle school, like that's kind of crazy if you're, I mean, I dated in middle school, which is like funny now to think about. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just like, it needs to be more talked about, I guess, because it can really like hurt someone it can yeah yeah I don't want to say like destroy someone but it definitely is like a life altering experience I feel like it is and it like changes your perspective on life for sure 
Yeah, so I wanted to talk about heartbreak because it is a topic that I'm like very passionate about because I've been through it two times, not that many, but um, I just went through it recently and to like speed um, forward to like the present, it was probably like the best thing that's ever happened to me. But you know, before I got here, I had to like go through a lot of challenges and um, I wanted to like for sure what you were saying I want to like legitimize heartbreak and give it and not make it sound that it was just like oh like something girls go through or it's just like something that you're gonna go through for a little bit and it's like not gonna affect your everyday life mm-hmm. but um I just wanted to like you know give you guys my story and um hopefully help someone that is going through it or has in the past or still hasn't recovered from it because you can go through heartbreak and, and like never fully recover from it you know like you could think about that person in like three years and like still feel pain because of like everything you guys have like gone through and stuff even though you don't feel that love for someone anymore mm-hmm you might still care about them because like they're a human being and you're not like a horrible person but you also with that care you also feel like pain when Mm -hmm. you think about it but um you know just like a little long story short about me and what I went through um we mostly like we're always long distance and this is her ex and her yeah my ex and her (laughs) I call him trash because I don't like because I don't like saying his name because I'm giving him energy that he doesn't deserve. That's okay. a conversation for like later. <laughs> but yeah, so he and I were coming like to an end and like in my heart I didn't feel like we were meant to be together. And you know, you you always feel that, but it takes you a long time to fully you know do something about it because you love them so much and you guys have been through so much but I ended up breaking it off and um I broke it off because I started to find out a lot of things that I didn't like that he was doing you know like DMing girls or um like dancing with girls at parties or even like doing things that I wouldn't be doing and um I even had like a girl message me once like through a fake account saying that he had do you remember that yeah I do he had like been hooking up with someone else and that she was in her friend group and she didn't want to give me her name because she didn't want to like get exposed and I'm not the type of girl to be like you know what like to blow up on her and be like no like you're lying this and that like it's not her fault anyway yeah it's not her fault and I was like you know what thank you for telling me that but like where's your proof you know I'm not I'm not saying you're lying but, like, I would really like, like, who is this girl? Um, That's a good question, actually. Because right? I know a lot of people, like, they have maybe hate towards your relationship. And mm-hmm. they can, like, try to, like, break someone yeah. up. So that's, that's a good one. Like, you know, where's the proof kind of thing. Yeah. And I was, just, like, realistic. You know, I, was, I wasn't, like, going to be like, no, my boyfriend would never do that. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. If someone's coming to you, you're going to – I wanted to at least investigate it and see if it was true. And she ended up giving me, like, her Instagram after, like, me constantly asking her. And she gave it to me. And so I ended up text, like, DMing her and saying, like, hey, um, I'm not mad, but I happen to be, like, Damar's girlfriend. And I heard you were, like, hooking up with him. Like, is that true? 
And she ended up blowing up on me. I don't know if you remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, she... Wait, I do remember that. <laughs> like, so unnecessary. She was like, how are you going to come at me, like, so humble and asking me? <laughs> like, <laughs> That's what got me, like, humble. Okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she, she really said that. She was like, you're, you're asking me if I slept with your boyfriend. Like, you should be asking him that, not me. And I was like, oh, my God, for sure I'm going to ask him that. But if I'm going to ask him and he says no, like, how am I going to believe that's true? <laughs> yeah. So she just started coming at me in my relationship. She was, like, saying, for you to come and ask me, what does that say about your relationship? <laughs> I was, oh, my God. But long story short, she ended up saying no, that – that wasn't true and I was like okay so I ended up letting it go and um you know fast forward I ended up still breaking up with him because of everything else that went on and you know I do what every girl kind of does I like really fought against it but I still kind of talk to him every now and then like I really try not to and before right like not anymore like in the past yeah. Like you were, like when you were trying to break up with him or when you did break up with when him? When I did break up with him and like for like the next two to three months, we still kind of talked to him. Yeah, like how are you and blah, blah. Yeah, for sure. And he would send me like iMessage games to like kind of keep me in. <laughs> and he would tell me too, um, he was like scared of me finding someone else and like being happy with someone else, which is why he would still kind of talk to me. And little did we know, um, three months like really three months after we broke up he ended up having like another girlfriend yeah and I found out because one of our mutual friends told me and like I obviously when I found out I was a wreck because even though you break up with someone which was like probably like one of the hardest things I've ever done he I still loved him a lot and I and I thought he still loved me so for him to like go and do that I felt like so betrayed yeah and so quick like you would I feel like okay first things first I think a lot of people think that if you break up with someone you don't deserve to be upset or like heartbroken right but people break up with people for valid reasons and that can still result in like heartbreak and hurt because that literally that person was like a huge part of your life like your everyday life yeah and second I feel like even if you do break up with someone I feel like it kind of goes without saying that you kind of expect them to not be with anyone like for a while for a while because then you're thinking like okay like maybe you want to recover like reflect on our relationship and what you can grow from or like you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. and for me like when you told me that as a friend first of all I was super upset because Mm -hmm. I was like okay dude like were you talking to this girl before mm-hmm. how did you meet her like how what is going on you know and like I said as a friend I feel like you get kind of defensive and like protective so you're just like asking all these things and you're just like well, what is going on and I feel like that does like result in like you being upset and like confused as well but first of all I feel like we need to get rid of that like stigma of like if you break up with someone you can't be upset because you can like and you were even mentioning to me right that um like when you break up with someone or like whatever it literally is like the almost the same as like grief and like mm-hmm. losing someone mm-hmm. as if like they died or whatever for sure yeah I it is like you're grieving a loss or like you're grieving and I've been through both so I feel like I can tell you it's almost the same 
because, you know, like, you lose your appetite, like, you lose sleep, you feel, like, dead inside, you don't want to do anything, you just want to sit, like, you're crying all the time, like, something as small as, like, the color of a car can remind you of that person, and, like, you want to, like, you break down in public. Mm -hmm. I remember in class, I would, like, cry, or, like, I've even had friends who would just start bawling in class and, like, had to leave, you know? So, um, it's definitely... Like, a transition, right? Yeah. I feel like it is a transition, and also, like, I'm sure, like, everyone who has, like, a significant other, if something happens in your life, they're almost, like, your go-to person, and you want to, like, tell Mm -hmm. them first, and, like, you know, see what they have to say about it. Which also reminds me, I feel like a person, in a way, you're, like, so used to talking to them, getting morning texts, saying goodnight, like, little things like that, being on FaceTime doing like whatever you would do with a couple and when that all goes like cold turkey it's almost like you're getting over an addiction Mm, that's a good one yeah you are like feeling um what is it like withdrawals yeah you're feeling withdrawals Mm. from someone Mm -hmm. because you're not you're so used to a routine with someone and Mm -hmm. then when that goes away you feel like terrible inside Mm -hmm. i don't really know people who have gone through it like probably understand but you feel like something's missing Mm -hmm. and you feel like depressed because like that person is really like gone Mm -hmm. I feel like even um people who are in abusive relationships I know a lot of people are like why are you in that relationship it's only hurting you and blah 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 Mm -hmm. but I think it goes back to like having that security and the comfort and the routine Mm -hmm. of all that I think that's why a lot of people stay and like even kind of jumping back and forth think Thinking about, like, heartbreak and talking about it makes me think of my mom Mm -hmm. because my mom went through it with, like, men in her life. And that blows my mind because, like, she was going through all that with kids. And I'm just, like, seeing my friends, like, firsthand really go through it. I'm like, how how did she do that? Right. And she almost in a way doesn't want to show you. I I don't remember ever seeing my mom upset. I'm sure she was like, you know, crying, maybe venting to her friends like behind doors. But it's crazy because even in my first episode, I talked about like me kind of maturing, made me see my parents as like real humans. And I Mm -hmm. think, I don't know, a lot of it like makes me think back to my mom. And like heartbreak is one of those because like, like I said, she really went through it and I never realized it. You know, until like you kind of seen your friends go through it. Yeah. Or even me, like I've experienced heartbreak as well, but I feel like I can't imagine that like degree as well to not be able to like really show your emotions and stuff Mm -hmm. for like the sake of your kids in a way. But like kind of jumping to your parents, I think your parents have like a really like loving relationship. And yo, her parents have been together for years. Mm -hmm. I honestly like, I love your parents' relationship. Even though I don't know it, I feel like only the people know it completely. For sure. Like, two people. Mm-hmm. But from what I see. <laughs> yeah, because you've been around. Yeah. They've def- they're definitely not per- not perfect. Like, Mm-mm. my mom's a Latina. Like, you know, she has, like, her moments where she's, like, a maniac. And she's a Leo, first of all. But, yeah. And I think that's what also was hard for me because I saw my parents. And they had, like, such, like, a long-lasting great relationship now. And, you know, my mom's only ever been with one guy. And obviously that's not true for me. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if that was TMI. But uh, <laughs> what's it called? They, 
I wanted to be like them because, you know, they were like my role models and I wanted to make the relationships I was with, I had the relationships I had like theirs, you know, long lasting meant for you. Like even my sister, you know, she's been with the same guy for over 10 years since um, high school. I was about to say that both of our sisters have been with their significant others Mm -hmm. since high school they're pretty much like high school sweethearts and they pretty much have a life with them yeah and I feel like it almost well Jackie and I first of all are the youngest in Mm -hmm. our family um and I feel like little stuff like that puts pressure on us or like even getting an education and like blah blah blah. and because we're we're like one of the first yes to like go to college and get one Mm -hmm. and I feel like even for me like I have other couples who I look up to who have had like that one love of their life and then my sister kind of went down that road I know your sister your parents and that almost makes me feel like dang like that's crazy because that's not happening to me or to you but I feel like that just goes back to like like nothing in life is like a concrete path or like a one way it's so different for everyone especially not our generation oh dude our generation is so I don't even think our parents get that no they really don't it's so different, and because our parents didn't go to college, yeah. our parents didn't like go away to college. We talk about this all the time, but um, they don't. The life that we live now is so different from their life. Just like with dating, or just with freedom, being the youngest girl, mm-hmm. you know, like we're. I feel like we're always so restricted by our parents, but and then we see our friends who have so much more like freedom and like will to be doing other things and like you know even just bring like a guy home like we can't be doing that no No. and I feel like they do all that like all in the name of protection but in a way like I think it holds us back and it almost like I don't know it's kind of sad but I feel like it almost makes us like sneaky in a way you know what I'm saying which that's sad but yeah, even with the whole freedom thing, I remember when I first went to college and I was just kind of doing like my own thing. I remember my older brother, my oldest brother, he was like, why are you trying to act like white and stuff? Like no offense to anyone who's white, but like definitely the culture is different. Mm-hmm. There's more freedom. White. No, but they think we are because yeah, they never did that. Yeah. Even going to college and leaving your house, like they left their house when they got married and had kids. For sure. And so... I remember he called me white, and I was like, okay, dude. Like, like how? I feel like you're the yeah. furthest from that, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But to a point where I feel like I hang out with certain, like, cultures, and I don't feel like I fit in because they're so different. Mm-hmm. But I have gotten the same thing from my, like, siblings, too. And I'm just like, no, I think it's just, like, the adaptations. Like, sometimes we have to adapt. Like, are we supposed to be the way our parents raised us the whole time? Like, super, like. Not wanting to go out, like staying at home all the like time. Super, like, no, yeah. be miserable. <laughs> Dude, yeah. And I think, like, we all need to remember that, like, even if you, like, our parents had kids and maybe will have kids one day, like, I think it's important to remember that everyone in your family is your family, but you're individuals. Everyone's mm-hmm. so different. Like, Everyone's you can't so expect different. them to be the same. Yeah, we were all, like, raised the same in a sense. Yeah. But we're also different. Yeah. Yeah. And then I love how our parents like to act like they weren't doing the same thing <laughs> as us or worse yeah. when they were our age. No. Because we're not bad for our age. Dude, I know? constantly have arguments about this with my parents right. because my, like, you know, my freedom or whatever, I really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And they constantly, like, give me crap for that. But I'm like, yo, I'm just going to school. I'm working. You guys had kids at my age. If you guys have kids, that's fine. But... 
I'm just like not doing what you were doing. Yeah. So don't be scared for me. Yeah. <laughs> in a way. For sure. But okay, dude, we're jumping back and forth. Yeah. But I completely forgot to ask you your quote. Okay. <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> but okay, for you guys that haven't been listening, I kind of like to tell my person who's doing the podcast with me to give a quote. It's kind of like a quote in general. It can relate to your life, something that really like means a lot to you. Mm-hmm. So what do you got? Yeah. Okay, so this one's kind of long, guys, because I definitely have a lot on my phone. So this one was like <laughs> hard to choose because like heartbreak was like such a passionate topic for me. But here's mine. It says... The reason some people have turned against you and walked away from you without reason has nothing to do with you. It is because I have removed them from your life because they cannot go where I am taking you next. They will only hinder you in your next level because they have already served their purpose in your life. Let them go and keep moving. Greater is coming. It's a quote that God, um, I hope you guys like understood that, but God says that to you. And I feel like I resonated with that quote so much because even if it's not having to do with, like, a boyfriend or girlfriend, I think it can also can do with, like, a friendship Mm -hmm. that's, like, toxic for you or, like, people who come and go in your life. But I really, like, resonated with this quote because when you love someone so much, you want to hold on to them no matter how bad they are for you in a sense, in lack of a better word. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's, like, this whole experience has made me realize, like, no, you have to let go of someone that is not, is, like, disturbing your mental peace, like, at all times to, like, make room for, like, what's to come and, Mm -hmm. like, what's better for you, Mm -hmm. you know? And um, I, for one, have, like, witnessed that, like, firsthand, you know? Which is why I like started with the podcast saying that the heartbreak, I really went through it. You saw firsthand that it was awful for me. And honestly, Esther was such a good friend. She would like go out with me every weekend for the first (laughs) month, you know, and like she'd always hear me vent and I really went through it. And now I'm like fine and I'm acting like I'm fine, but I really wasn't back then. So um, now I've gotten so much like, good stuff that happened to me in my life you know I invested in myself which everyone should do that is going through a heartbreak like everyone always talks about the glow up but that's so true even though it's so cliche (laughs) it's like you invest so much in yourself like um I got a dog which is probably like the best thing I've ever done um I got into skincare like self-love I started I was always like an athlete so I always worked out but I started, like, finding my motivation again to, like, work out constantly, to put myself first, to, like, be comfortable saying no to people, to, um, I was always someone who always relied on people and never wanted to do things by themselves, but now it's, like, I like being by myself, and I'm getting so, no, like, corny, but, like, preach. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, like, I made a decision once, like, four months or so after, like, going through it that I wanted to invest more in myself and you know I started like meditating like doing yoga exercising and it helped me a ton to getting through it like I've had Esther saying to me like you know like you look a lot better now and I have you know it's like I have really 
it like really made me stronger. I I can honestly see that too because it's crazy because like I mentioned, Jackie and I have known each other forever. A quality I've always seen in you is strength, but it's different now. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I never knew it could be like more, mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Oh, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to what you were saying about like not being scared to kind of make the jump, or even if someone is breaking up with you, almost like accept that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Obviously, you can talk about it because you deserve a reason as to why it's happening. But like really reflect and, you know, maybe it is the best for you. And I think yeah. an important thing to know is that like, I don't know how old you guys are, but if you're in your young 20s, teenagers, even 30s, dude, I feel like we're so young and we think that like this person is it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, but we don't think we'll find someone else. Exactly. But I feel like once you jump the gun, you realize that like there are so many people in this world, first of all, and there's better for you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's important to always remember not to settle because for what like it's a good point yeah like we're just especially us like I'm about to be 22 you're 23 mm-hmm. about to be 23 this year and it's like if you really think about it we have literally our entire lives ahead of us you don't even yeah. know who you're gonna meet because we never predicted the pandemic you don't you can't predict what's gonna happen in the future mm-hmm. and it's gonna be good and bad but I feel like it's up to you to know what is best for you in a way and to be like honest and I think it's important to have friends who call you out and who keep you accountable like people I feel like if people are hyping you up for being with someone toxic they're not like real friends obviously yeah or like remember how I kept wanting to look at his profile oh my god because also guys he was always (laughs) private throughout our whole relationship but he made his like account public on purpose i swear and don't worry i did that too but uh, (laughs) um like i kept telling her like oh can you look at his story or can you look at his account yes because i told her she can't be looking at his account because it's not gonna help her you know heal Mm -hmm. it's gonna remind you and you're gonna see what he's up to and whatever yeah and it just keeps me stuck in the past yeah so i was like don't look at his profile but little did she know little did she know i was stalking him (laughs) without telling me (laughs) and i honestly like yeah i think he probably knows oh yeah for sure like i don't really know why i was doing that but like i just felt right (laughs) (laughs) no but in a way i'm like like what are you doing next dude like i don't especially when he got a girlfriend like he started stalking (laughs) his girlfriend yeah and then she went private so i was like all right i get i get it (laughs) (laughs) yeah she probably knew too but i don't know for me it almost felt like i don't know how to explain it like, I can't even compare it to something. It's I just got the feeling to... It's almost like to look out for you. Like, if I saw... If I, saw I was looking for, like, any sign of you on his page, whether it was, like, talking bad or good. Or just, like, I was waiting for something to be like, dude, let me tell you right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah, I, I think one of the baby steps that you took to heal was to not look at his social media. Yeah. And that's the thing. I knew it was wrong, but... And I would always tell my friends the same thing. Like, you can't talk to them. You have to cut them off cold turkey. You can't look at their stuff. You have to take them off everything. And I did take them off everything. But he put his stuff on freaking public. public. Yeah. So <laughs> I just, I couldn't help it. I had to look at his stuff. Like, in the first few months that we broke up, I would look at his stuff like, I kid you not, Esther. Like, 
at least 10 times a day. <laughs> You're lying to I me. Promise. I wasn't aware about this guy. <laughs> I promise. And then I was talking to Twitter and like, you know, we're detectives. <laughs> so like, I knew who he was talking to. I knew they were a thing before they even announced they were a thing because. Like, oh, you did way- tell me that. Yeah. You called that one out, actually. Because like. It was, like, the whole Black Lives movement, and, like, she's the one that nominated him uh, to do, like, oh, he was, like, remember that trend? Where he, yeah. Like, I'm a black man. And like, yeah. And so I knew they were a thing, which was, like, a shocker because we were still talking around that time. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, like, even sometimes, it's probably too, too much information, but, like, I was, like, with my friends in L.A., and he had, like, called me or something, and he, like, was freaking out on me because he thought I was, like, with the guy. And I was, like, no, dude, like, I'm just with, with my friends. friends. Yeah. And he, like, a week later, like, ended up, like, announcing or something that he was with her. Okay, tell me, what the heck is that about? Like, why why do you think guys do that? Because this is not the first time I hear something like this where, like, a guy's very, like, you know, I don't really want you to date or, like, why do you like this guy? And then they're literally doing everything they don't want you to do mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. why i have no idea can someone can someone t- for, for us because even i am still like shook that even like shook that he's with her but all and they always make it seem that they're so perfect you know and that's what that's why i didn't want you to see his instagram because everyone posts like their highlight reel right so that's what you were going to be seeing I'm right. sure they have, like, issues in their relationship, yeah. but they're not showing and that. And even, like you said, like, they were in, like, the honeymoon phase. Exactly. Like, that's not real. And given we were dating for a while, like, two like two plus years, so for him to be with someone so soon, mm-hmm. like, it just doesn't seem real to me. At first, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, at first, like, it hurt a lot, mm-hmm. but now I just don't think it's real, especially because a lot of the captions he posts, I feel like is at me. Uh, oh you did tell me that yeah. like insiders and crap yeah. like that oh yeah that is weird. his bio like we were so into like frozen and like frozen 2 and he posted on his bio like into the unknown which mm-hmm. was like our song mm-hmm. and then also it was like such a big heartbreaker for me because i always told him after we graduated i wanted to go to like puerto vallarta and you know how they he ended took, up yeah. going there. Yeah, that's honestly kind of weird. But I was going to ask you something about... Okay, so the funny thing is that, like I said a million times, Jackie and I are pretty close. And we talk about people like in our individual lives. But what is interesting to me is that I never met him in oh, person. Yeah. And to me, that's a sign. <laughs> You're like, not approved. Exactly, like... It didn't come through me. It wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but, like, what about Miguel? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't know about that one. Did you meet Miguel? Oh, Miguel was my high school ex. Wait, way, actually, I didn't. Yeah, we would have prank called him. <laughs> yeah, we prank called him. Okay, but I have a question for you. How do you feel? Because I know, like, especially, like, in the Hispanic culture, bringing a boy home to meet the family is, like, mm-hmm. a big step. And it means you're pretty serious. Mm-hmm. I know Damar met your family mm-hmm. so how do you feel about that now that you it's guys so are- awkward guys like because first of all we're both mexican right so to bring someone of another race oh yeah he's not mexican yeah what is he he's jamaican oh yeah yeah but okay yeah guys trash is a make is jamaican <laughs> And you need to change that name. <laughs> Why? To what? The, like Lucifer. 
<laughs> no, because that in itself is like, I feel like that's bringing energy to you. Oh, okay. Like bad energy, you know? That's true. You need to call him like, like stone or I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay. I don't know. I like that. But he, yeah, he ended up meeting my family like a couple times. He stayed with my aunt over like Christmas break. So he was in my family, like, pretty, like, pretty in. Everyone, like, followed him on, like, social media. Um, so, yeah, it was weird because there's, like, that language barrier, I feel, because my dad isn't that great with English. And my dad is my dad. Like, he's so protective over guys. So for me to bring someone in general is a big deal, someone who isn't the same race. And... The language. Yeah, in the language. And in the end, obviously, it didn't work out. So I feel like, in a way, it's embarrassing for me because my whole family met him, and it just didn't work out. And I feel like my sister didn't have them go through that. And Mm -hmm. I'm the youngest. So I don't know if you guys understand what I mean. I do. Yeah. I really do. But that kind of – and that's what I'm saying, too. Like, stuff like that, at least for me, that sucks. That that's a thing with our family. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, it sucks that, like, you have to carry, like, the guilt or, like, the feeling of embarrassment. Mm. But I understand how, like, it is what it is. Like, that's how, like, our culture is in a way. True. And I feel like, especially, like, in our culture, and I feel like it might be the same in other cultures, but I feel like once you introduce a guy to your family, like, you almost feel pressured to stay with them as well. For sure. And that sucks for other people, too, because you can be in a toxic relationship where you're like, oh, they met my family, and, like, I don't know. It's, like, Mm -hmm. in a way, I wish it wasn't that deep, but I understand why it is. And I didn't even tell them for a while that we were broken up. My mom just started guessing Oh, yeah, true, because, yeah, I remember that, too. We, like, weren't talking anymore, and, like, my mom's my mom, so she, like, obviously knows and moms have instincts yeah because I was going through it for sure and she was like she would pop in questions like hey are you and Demar like still talking you're like what is he up to like how is he you know and I know it was because we weren't talking anymore but it was I didn't tell them so like months later what actually happened and what did they say I forgot um I just told my mom that we broke up and she was like, is it okay if I ask why? And I just told her that she, like, that he changed. Which was true. Because mm-hmm. he did. Mm-hmm. But but then people always say people don't really change. They just, like, stop pretending. Oh, like they show their true colors? Yeah, they show their true colors. They say, well, we were always kind of doing long distance. But they say after three months, a lot of relationships don't last. Because that's when they stop pretending. And, like, mm. their real selves show. Like the honeymoon phase is over and stuff. Okay. Anyways, overall... The breakup really opened my eyes to the world and made me, like, want to experience new things and, like, want to do more. And I actually, like, went skydiving, um, like, a few months after we broke up. And I feel like you understand what I'm talking about, but it changes your life. It does. I feel different. Because, okay, so Jackie skydived in the summer of 2020, and then I went skydiving literally, like, a week ago, ago. <laughs> so pretty much January 2021, mm-hmm. and yeah, I feel like also doing things like that, like to transition out mm-hmm. of the relationship or whatever, yeah. it helps you like heal in a way, mm-hmm. but speaking of skydiving, you want to say your experience a little bit? Yeah. We want to inspire you guys to do it. Yeah, for sure. 
everyone should skydive at least two times in their life. Dude, honestly, yeah. At least. And if you do it once, you will understand why I say two times. But it's just an incredible experience. It makes you look at life different. Like, it makes the way I felt was that, like, the all our everyday problems that we always complain about and, you know, my heartbreak that I was going through, it made it seem so small and it made it seem not important. And obviously, I don't want to invalidate anyone's feelings because my feelings were very real and, like, people's problems are very real as well. But it puts things into perspective. You know, everything about life is about perspective. So it made me realize, like, why am I worried about this man when I'm doing things like skydiving, you know, like I didn't want, I didn't want to give him any more attention. I didn't want him to like ruin things for me anymore. And, you know, I was giving him that power and I did skydiving and it was like amazing. It like, it's truly life-changing. Everyone should do it. It is like jumping off is the scariest part, you know, like that's the part that you are worried about the most but it's like I was telling Esther when you finally do it and then you touch your feet on the ground it's like the best part dude yeah (laughs) yeah I can't even you said it super well because I feel like sometimes I'm literally speechless and at a loss for words Mm -hmm. I even kept talking about skydiving like the entire week after I did it Mm -hmm. and I feel like my friends were like okay we get it like you skydived but I think you you'll understand if you actually do it. And a lot of people were asking me, uh, like, is it scary? Like, did you want to back down and blah, blah, blah. I think, like, the waiting around and, like, being, like, putting your harness on, like, stuff like that, it just builds so much suspense. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, like, what would get to me. But, like, once, like Jackie said, jumping off, dude, I can't, you just have to do it. Like, there's no way to explain it. Yeah. Like, you just have to. And, like, what I was, she was super worried and, like, paranoid (laughs) about it a week before. And I was, too. But I was telling her, I feel like it's a mental game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You really have to be strong. You have to tell yourself, okay, you're going to do it no matter what. All you need is, like, 10 seconds of courage to jump off and that's it. And then you're not even the one doing the jumping, you know? They're, like, pushing, like, the guy you're with is, like, pushing you. And it's just, like... You're just free falling. It's not like you're feeling that that pit, like when your stomach dropped the whole time. You know, Mm-mm. you're just floating in the air like a bird. Yeah, that's all it feels. You know, my instructor actually told me like, like what you're gonna feel is literally what a bird feels like when they fly. Mm-hmm. And they were kind of telling me like the physics behind it, and it's something with like, because we're made, uh, our bodies are made of water. It's like seventy percent or something like that. And they were saying something of our body being like waterway and then the air and the altitude like that's why you get that feeling and I think a lot of people don't want to do it because they do get scared of like oh my gosh I'm gonna have like that roller coaster feeling like the entire time it's not that at all and I encourage you guys to like do it with someone or with the group like Mm -hmm. don't do it alone yeah because oh my gosh there was this older man who was on my plane Mm -hmm. he was doing it alone was it his first time yes he was a Mexican older man he was like 50. It was like his 50th birthday. And his daughter, who was 20, was waiting on the ground for him because he no one wanted to do it with him. And we were just kind of talking to him. His name was Sebastian. And he's like, mm. I don't know. It, it was like comforting, you know, mm. but do it with like a friend or friends. And I think that'll like, it's like not inspire. It'll um, give you. you courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To do it. But I think when you said that it's like a mind game. 
that can also be related to heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all a mind game. Yeah. You have to let yourself feel it for a bit. And then after that, it's kind of like you have to be strong. You can't just let someone, like, tear you down for so long, you know? It's mm-hmm. like if someone wants to leave your life in general, whether it's a boyfriend, a friend, uh, even, like, a family member, like, if they want to leave, let it. Yeah. Do not beg anyone to stay in your life ever mm-hmm. because I promise you something that is meant for you will not leave you. That's a good one. Yeah, I'm telling you, I have so many like <laughs> inspiration quotes. It's like even when, you know, um, Stone, I guess we're going to call him, <laughs> he ended up being with like this other girl. Um, I read something that was like comparison is the thief of happiness. Yeah. And it is. And it was kind of hard not to compare myself to her because – it's not like I felt like I was like, what does she have that I don't have? It was mostly like, why is he with her and why didn't he want to be with mm-hmm. me? It makes you like, we talked about like, you can feel like during a heartbreak, like you can have self-doubt, mm-hmm. you can question your worth. and For sure. But again, it's a mind game and you just have to continue to remind yourself that you are like yeah, all those things and mm-hmm. you are like worth a lot and stuff, but... Again, jumping back if, back and forth, Jackie actually sent me this video um, that Will Smith made. Uh-huh. It was of him skydiving, and it literally, I think, was the one thing, one of the things that really pushed me to want to skydive. Mm-hmm. And one thing that like Will Smith says in this video is that, it's like a quote, and it says, God placed the best things in life on the other side of fear. And that's so freaking true because like once you step out of your comfort zone or even like get the courage to jump out of a plane or get the courage to break up with someone Mm -hmm. you're literally it's like a fearful moment yeah but what's on the other side is the best thing Mm -hmm. ever you know yeah i love that video thank you for sending yeah yeah okay so to end this episode off i wanted to ask you jackie What do you want to tell people who are going through a similar situation or through a heartbreak or who need some encouragement to maybe break up with someone? Okay. This is a tough one because I have a lot, but there's one quote that stuck with me and it was, what broke you won't heal you. Mm. You know, I think you always, after a breakup, you want to like stick around. You want to keep talking to them, but it's like, they broke you and they weren't meant for you. So why still hold on to them mm-hmm. as if like the results are going to be different? True. Like they broke you and because they broke you, they can't take your pain away and they won't heal you either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what's oh, the- oh, and yeah. another one is something that my friend told me and I think you felt that too was that time is gonna pass and obviously everyone always says time heals all wounds but time won't pass if you don't let that person go true like you're gonna be stuck right yeah and I thought I let that person go because I was like I'm never gonna get back with them I didn't imagine myself but I would still look at their stuff you know like still talk about them I didn't fully let them go until recently and when she said that to me I really that really stuck with me it was like what 
time will not pass if you don't let them go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So during the time that like it was kind of like fresh and stuff, what were you doing besides looking at his profile <laughs> to get over him? I try to stay busy. That's a good dude. Yeah, honestly, I think being busy and doing stuff that distracts you from them. Yeah, and it was hard because it was like during the pandemic, so uh, I was home yeah. all the time. And maybe someone probably is dealing through the same. I'm sure a lot of people are because I've heard people are like breaking up left and right through this yeah. pandemic. But honestly, I got a dog mm-hmm. that helped me a lot because when I didn't feel that love from that person helped me to give love to someone else and it was Mm. my dog and he definitely kept me busy because you know potty training and all of that (laughs) but it also helped me you know that I got a job that I was like paying attention more to my studies back then um I was spending more time with my family I was like telling my sister like let's go do something let's go shopping let's go play like let's go um get get out of the house yeah that's basically what helped me a lot, you know, like hanging out with you. Um, you definitely were someone that helped me a lot. I'm glad because I feel like sometimes as like a friend, you feel like what you're saying is kind of useless because I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But I'm glad that I yeah. was able to. Yeah, because you never really know the right thing to say to exactly, someone. Yeah. Even if someone was going through it, it's also like hard because you don't want to invalidate their feelings you don't want to just tell them forget about him or you know like it's gonna be okay yeah it's gonna be okay or just don't be sad like I hate when people say that so it is hard but no um I think the best thing for people that are going through that is you know just to have them vet and have them like you know have friends that are like good listeners like you you're definitely like a great listener I love to listen <laughs> I think that's a good one if you are maybe like a friend in this situation you know something you can say is like you know I don't always have the right words but I always like have an open ear if that makes any sense like I'm here to listen and stuff because yeah. you're right sometimes people just need a vent mm-hmm. like maybe they don't want advice or to hear the cliche like you know cheesy stuff but yeah, yeah, definitely be there for people. And just, like, your presence, I'm sure, mm-hmm. makes a huge difference. And if there's one thing to finish this off, if there's one thing I would suggest or give advice to someone that is going through this or has gone through it in the past or is about to or is too scared to, I would say to invest in yourself. I'm Like, I want that to sink in because investing in yourself is the best thing to do you know it's like read a book that you've always wanted to read like read a ton of books about life um learn a new skill go skydiving go out there and like have new experiences and I don't want to like sound too cliche either but it's like when one door closes another one opens Mm -hmm. like I promise you that and I'm like can tell you that for sure because that's happened to me but you know like I fixed my relationship with my sister like yeah I lost someone I loved but I found my sister again like we're close and um I started investing more in others around me and myself and like meditating and doing like you know daily affirmations and really getting to know myself because you deal with yourself every day but you don't really know yourself 
completely yeah if you don't listen or like invest in yourself if Mm -hmm. that makes sense because I'm definitely like on a journey where I want to learn more about myself and I'm basically dating myself that's a good one yeah and I think we constantly change as well Uh or it's kind of cool too like how you were saying invest in yourself because maybe when you were with someone you thought you were some type of way or you liked certain things Mm -hmm. and then maybe you know not being with them anymore you're realizing like dude I don't even like that yeah like I'm not even like that you know Mm -hmm. so that's that's a good one that's a good point for sure yeah it's like the more you go through relationships I don't want to say to everyone like you should be dating like for years but you learn what you do like and what you don't like Mm -hmm. and what you want in some in someone and it's like he was someone that like smoked all the time and I didn't like it but now moving on like I don't want to be with someone like that at all yeah no I know what you mean you know and um you know just your your daily self-care is like always make sure to check in on yourself and like be kind to yourself I just hope you guys leave this podcast you know as a girl or even a guy you know sometimes especially a guy we're pressured to feel like we should be in a relationship by our friends and stuff but I hope you guys leave understanding and knowing that it is it is okay it is more than okay to be single at whatever age you know we're 22 in our young early 20s we don't have to be in a serious relationship if anything sometimes like being in a relationship holds us back from experiences that we should have in life you know yeah especially at our age yeah so yeah and um what's it called if you are going through a heartbreak or you went through that again that should be normalized it's okay to feel all that and don't let anyone tell you otherwise because it's a you have the right and it's like valid to feel all those emotions but we hope you have a good rest of your day we hope you enjoyed this episode and thank you jackie for being on with me and hopefully you can be on it again but bye okay love you guys bye bye